DW Learning by Ear. Listen up, shape your future. Hello and welcome to our final episode of this Crime Fighter series entitled It Takes a Village. The teenage sisters Jane and Hope tried to keep secret the fact that their mother had died because they were afraid they'd be sent back to their violent father, Lucas. Unfortunately, Lucas managed to find them, so the sisters finally opened up to their mother's friend, Mary. Mary and their head teacher, Principal Dennis, went to the police and provided evidence that Lucas had been abusing his family. Lucas has now been taken into custody. This episode is called Stand Up For Your Rights. Let's head over to the police station where Lucas is about to call his sister Amina. Sir, you have three minutes for your call. All right. Come on, Amina. Answer the phone. Hello? Amina, it's me, Lucas. Oh, it's you, is it? What do you want? I have to be quick because I'm calling from the police station. Again, Lucas? Which bar did you wreck this time? I'm not going to come and bail you out anymore. Shut up and listen. Don't talk to me like that. Amina, I found the girls. What? You found Jane and Hope? Yes. Are they alright? Listen, you have to come to Matamba as soon as possible. You have to get me out of here. Matamba? Are the girls in Matamba too? Yes, but I have to get out so I can take care of them. Carol can do that by herself. She always took care of Jane and Hope on her own. Even when they were still living here with you. Carol's dead. What? Oh my God. How? When? Oh my God. The girls. Your time is up, sir. Please terminate the call. Yes, officer. I'm almost done. Amina, I have to go. Come to Matamba, okay? I'm on my way. Excuse me. I'm looking for this address. I don't know where that is. Where is it you want to go? Um, the police station. Oh, the police station. It's easier if you go to the other end of the market and ask again. Anybody will be able to tell you where it is. Thank you. Oh my God. Is that... Yes, that's them. Jane! Hope! Jane! Hope! Auntie Amina! Auntie Amina, you are here. Oh, it's so good to see you. Let me give you a hug. <laughs> it's good to see you too, Auntie Amina. I'm so happy I found you, my darling nieces. I've only just heard that your mother died. I'm so terribly sorry. Have you been managing all this time without her? Auntie Amina, this is Auntie Mary. She was a good friend of our mom, and she's been a true friend to us as well. Hello. Nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you too. Auntie Mary has been like family to us all this time. Thank you, Mary. Thank you so much for looking after them. It's been a pleasure. People always say blood is thicker than water, but there really are exceptions. I came here because my brother Lucas called me from prison to ask for my help. You came because of him? Hope, you know me better than that. I came to take care of you girls. I think there are legal ways of arranging it. What do you think? Would you like to come and live with me? Yes! Actually, the house car rented here is paid up a year in advance. You could come and live there. Oh, that's really good to know. 
Do you like going to school here, girls? Yes, it's great. Tomorrow I get to present my school project about children's rights. Wow, I'm curious already. Sorry, Auntie Amina, it's for children only. <laughs> <laughs> I see. But perhaps I can pick you up after school and meet your new friends? All right. You'll meet Leroy and Sarah. They don't usually go to school, but I invited them to come along to my workshop. Great. A very warm welcome to all of you. Jen Crystal is going to hold a workshop about children's rights. She's been through some very hard times lately, but she never gave up. And in spite of everything, she still found time to do the research for this school project. So I'll hand you over now to Miss Jen Crystal. Thank you very much, Principal Dennis, for that lovely introduction. So, I think it's time to get started. I'm going to stay at the back and keep quiet. You go ahead, Jen. I want to thank all of you for being here. It's really important that we all start talking about children's rights. Our rights. Knowing them and defending them can make our lives so much better. You want to know more? First, I want us to have a common understanding of what we mean when we talk about rights. If you have a right to something, it means you are legally allowed to do or to have it. It's something you can claim. Children's rights are listed in the UN Convention on the Rights of the Child. They are specific rights to help protect us children from the threats, exclusion and discrimination we are vulnerable to. Do they apply to us here in Africa as well? Yes, absolutely. There's even a complementary treaty that addresses the specific realities of children in Africa. It's called the African Charter on the Rights and Welfare of the Child. Oh. Give us an example, Jane. Yeah, what kind of rights do we have? Yeah. Okay, let's have a look at some of the children's rights. I'm going to hand out some pieces of paper. Each of them has one of the children's rights written on them. You can read them out, and then we'll talk about what they have to do with real life. Give them here. Here you go. Who wants to start? Can I start? Of course, Paul. Your family has the main responsibility for guiding you so that as you grow, you learn to use your rights. Yeah, that's true. But not every parent has that much time for their children. My parents have businesses to run. They have to work a lot. Well, Aisha, the quote mentions the family. I'm guessing there are probably other relatives around who care about you. Not really. Can I read mine? I think it partly answers Aisha's question. Sure, Hope. Both parents share responsibility for bringing you up and should always consider what is best for you. Governments should provide services to help parents, especially if both parents work. Yeah. Whatever. Can I read mine? Yes, Sarah. You should live in good conditions that help you develop physically, mentally, spiritually, morally, and socially. Mm-hmm. Well, I live on the street. I lost both my parents, and I don't remember ever living in conditions like this. I've got used to street life, but actually, since I've been learning a bit about my rights, I think I want something different for my future. Yeah, maybe we'll go and live at the New Beginnings shelter after all. 
Auntie Mary has been trying to persuade us for ages, and we've always resisted because we wanted to be free. But we do need protection, like that paper says. Apparently, we even have the right to eat. I didn't know that before. Can I read mine, Jane? Go ahead, Leroy. Sorry for my bad reading. <coughs> you have the right to ed ed education. <laughs> hey, you gave me this one specially as a reminder. <laughs> when you go to live at New Beginnings, you can go back to school as well, Leroy. These are just some examples of children's rights. There are lots more. Learning about children's rights doesn't end with this workshop. We children should be the first ones, but not the only ones to know them. Yes, everyone needs to know about children's rights. So I'd like to invite you right here and now to start spreading the word. Let's all go out and raise awareness about children's rights among other young people and among adults as well. How do we go about it? Well, why don't we do some brainstorming right now? Suggestions? Uh, we could organize more school workshops for other teenagers. What about radio shows? Yeah. Yes, and yeah. theater plays? We could send a petition to our government. And so, with Jane and her friends collecting ideas on how to spread the word about children's rights, we lower the curtain on this crime fighter series, It Takes a Village, written by Carla Fernandez. Remember, Learning about children's rights doesn't end with this story. Please let us know what you think on our Facebook page, DW Africa. And you can listen to this entire series again by visiting dw.com slash crimefighters. Goodbye, take care, and stand up for your rights. <laughs>